Welcome to um, We Can Wire Trade Deadline Special. Um, the trade deadline for the NBA it always is on a Thursday in the spring. It happened to be today, ended about an hour ago. Um, news might still be trickling in, but we think we've got pretty much all the major moves written down here to discuss. Um, we usually try to do these kind of episodes right after either free agency, trade season, sometimes after a big game. Um, it's fun to just react like in the moment like this. So actually a pretty active deadline, I would say. Um, probably the most active deadline since the 2018 season when LeBron um, basically gutted the Cleveland roster and all the trades are <laughs> fast and furious. And this, this one actually might have more um, – big names being moved around in that trade deadline that that one yeah. was just memorable for the Cavs part of it mostly but um yeah 2019 not really much was happening and 2020 not much either so here we are um got RO as always um to talk about this stuff but we're gonna start with someone who didn't get traded actually um Kyle Lowry of the Raptors Last night, there were a lot of signs that were pointing towards him being traded. Um, and, and what people thought was his final game as a Raptor, he ended as a plus 42 as they blew out the Nuggets. Um, it's the best plus minus in his career. It really seemed like he was giving it all for um, the franchise he's been with pretty much since he became a good player. He played with Memphis for a little bit, but got, and, and the Rapt and the Rockets too, I guess. But um he's sort of the heart and soul of Toronto, and they decided to keep him. But last night, there were a bunch of bunch of weird signs pointing to him leaving. His press conference was super weird. Um, it just seemed like... It was ominous. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he was crying after he got out of the game. There's, there's, there's a picture of him doing double peace signs to the cameraman when he walked to the tunnel after the game. Drake FaceTimed him during his press conference, and he actually muted it so people couldn't hear it. So a lot of people saw that as, oh, like he's talking about how he's getting traded. And so people were watching. I was watching my Twitter feed. I'm sure all the Raptors fans were too, um, just seeing where he would end up. And the the leadership for Toronto, Masai Ujiri, um, tried to um, try certainly tried to get something good for him. Um, it, and it seemed like there was a lot of Sixers, Heat, and Lakers rumors. Those are the three teams that were most involved. Um, the Sixers offer was reported to be. Um, or the, what what Raptors what the Raptors wanted from the Sixers rather was uh, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, um, and two first round picks. And Sixers, yeah, Sixers said no to that. Um, I think that's reasonable that the Sixers said no. Actually, yeah, because um, I, I I'm a really I'm a really big fan of Thybul, Um and depending on the protections of those picks, I don't think that's. I don't think it's crazy that they said no, just because Lowry is 35 and they would have to re-sign him to a new deal since he is a free agent this summer. The Lakers, on the other hand, um, didn't want to keep him because of trading away Taylor Horton Tucker, who is probably the most one of the most overrated players in the NBA, I would say, based on the tiny sample size we got in preseason. There's a lot of hype. I don't think that can be the reason. I, I don't really know what the trade was supposed to look like, but he was if, if he was actually just – if just he was the centerpiece of it, I don't see why they didn't just pull the trigger. Because as we'll talk to as we'll talk about at the end, the Lakers could be in trouble here. So, yeah, um, yeah. What what did you think about um, the Heat standing pat and those other those other teams? Well, the Heat standing pat. Well, standing pat with the Lowry. Thing. Oh, with Lowry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think what they ended up getting was was probably better, arguably. Um, so I really didn't mind them standing pat on Lowry. Um, I think they're kind of 
trusting that their guards are going to kind of figure things out towards the end of the season. Um, and, and by guards, I mostly mean Hero and like Duncan Robinson has been a little bit inconsistent. Yeah. Um, so I don't really mind that. Uh, I think Oladipo solves a lot of those problems. Um, he becomes a secondary scoring option immediately. Um, that can create his own shot and uh, them getting him kind of just trumps getting Lowry, uh, which is probably the big, big reason I think the Heat um, didn't go for it. Uh, as for other destinations for Lowry, I think it's just kind of tough because he is so old um, that it, it feels like this would be sort of his last really good playoff run um, doing kind of what we've gotten used to seeing for the last, you know, five, six years. Um, and, and in terms of teams that would want that, yeah, maybe the Lakers, but I guess they're kind of happy with having Schroeder. Um, the the Clippers, I really thought would make more of a push for him, but I guess I, I would think that's more they just didn't have enough to offer Toronto. Yeah. Um, and, and so they end up getting Rondo, which is fine. Uh, and, and, yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of a weird market for an aging point guard um, that kind of only features – contending teams right and so it's kind of tough to find a, a good destination um I, I don't really mind the Sixers staying um with, with what they've got uh, I like Maxi. I like Tybal a lot um and so I, I just don't think that really made sense uh so yeah I, I don't know it, it's one of those deals where it, it just felt like it was just too hard to get a, like a proper suitor and like Toronto was probably asking for a little too much yeah, I would I would agree. Um, definitely on the Toronto asking too much with the Philly side because I don't think that was unreasonable for Philly to say no to that. Yeah, I, I agree with you being surprised about the Clippers not making more of a push, but I do think that the Raptors are probably looking for wings back, um, and the Clippers don't really have a lot of a lot of those to offer outside of Kawhi and PG, which they weren't going to do. So unless you're and then you kind of get into the Canard group, um, you don't really want Lou Williams if you're the Raptors, so. It kind of dries up pretty quick there. Um, and what the Clippers ended up doing is getting Rondo, which uh, it's kind of a man move. They, they traded Lou Williams in two seconds for him. Um, Lou Williams is pretty expendable. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's the issue here. The question really becomes: Can Rondo still be effective in the playoffs? And we had that question last year, and the answer was yes for the Lakers. So we'll see. Um, but a lot I mean, of, it always seems to be yes with him, so I, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. A lot of that was probably attributed to LeBron, but it, it's hard to say. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they did. They did. Um, it, it's good that they came up with the guard. I, I would have liked to see them get George Hill, which the 76ers ended up doing um, yeah. instead of Lowry. So they got. They ended up getting George Hill. Um, they sent Terrence Ferguson to the Knicks and Tony Bradley, Austin Rivers. And two second round picks go to OKC. Rivers is coming from New York. But um, Raptors did make one move. They traded Norman Powell, um, who's having the best season of his career um, to date, has been lighting it up for them um, pretty much ever since they've had these like weird lineup issues, um, especially especially with their COVID issues. He's been having a bigger role. Um, and they move him to the Blazers for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. I think it's a good move for both teams, honestly. Um, I think it's probably a little better for the Blazers side of it just because Powell has shown how good he is. Um, yeah, I mean, Powell's three-point shooting is going to be huge for that team. Yeah, yeah. And, and Trent, Trent's a good three-point shooter, too. We saw that in the bubble with uh, Portland. Um, and, yeah, the Raptors are just trying to collect assets now because the rebuild, if it's not right now, it is coming. Um, yeah. they, they also traded Matt Thomas, the Raptors did, 
for to the Jazz. Yeah, I think it's for traffic. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like they were trying to clear space for a Lowry move in the moment when they did that, clear a yeah. roster spot, um, but didn't end up happening. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a, the only memory I have of that guy is him like playing well in one of their games versus the Bucks. Um, so it's not it's not a major move, but it's just yeah. not a three point shooter for Utah. I think. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's for Utah. Yeah. It's positive. I guess. Like, it's for a second round draft pick. Like, yeah, you might as well do it. Um. I think I definitely like that the that um, the Raptors kept Lowry because I do want to see what what the last gasp of this team um, before they end up dying. They're they're currently eleventh in the East or are like three games back from tenth, so it might be it might be too late. But um, I do want to see them if they can really make a push for the playoffs and give give some of these top teams some trouble. I think that'd be really really entertaining. Um, and they've dealt with a lot of uh injury issues this year too so um yeah but we can talk about the heat with all depot because that was definitely the biggest thing to come out of today um they trade him um or they trade they get him from the rockets rather for kelly olenic avery bradley and two pick swaps um old depot is already working on an extension with the heat that'll probably be signed pretty soon so this is this is these were his top two destinations uh the heat and the heat and the knicks and the knicks um didn't end up maybe being aggressive or probably didn't have as much to offer as the heat ended up having. Um, but it was a great, great gift for Pat Riley. This one came in like one minute before the deadline too. So it was, <laughs> it was super close. And there was really no old Depot like rumors really in the hours leading up to the deadline either. So this one kind of came out of left field, but um, at least the Rockets got something, something for the asset, but this is a big move for the heat. Yeah, no, it's huge for the Heat. Um, I, I think this is the move that they kind of needed to make. Um, they need some scoring, uh, to be quite frank with you. Uh, and so I, I think this solves a lot of their problems um, in terms of, at least offensively. Um, it's going to take a little bit of pressure off of uh, Jimmy as well. Um, so I think it'll help. Um, defensively, it's not the best thing in the world, but it's also not like a negative, uh, I feel like. Um, so I, I don't know how much of an impact it'll have defensively, but like, if he's replacing the minutes, or at least some of the minutes of like a Kendrick Nunn and a Hero and a Duncan Robinson, like I feel like that's definitely a step in the right direction on like both sides. Yeah, um, I think the the Avery Bradley thing we talked about and we hyped up a little bit before the season, um, just because we thought their the Heat's main issue was not being able to defend point guards. But I think with this move, you can kind of move Jimmy to defending point guards maybe a bit more. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kelly Olenek is pretty much a zero on defense. Um, the Heat are going to, this really seems like it's going to have, it's going to have the biggest impact on Bam though, who is going to have to step in a lot more minutes because they obviously don't have Myers Leonard who was traded and then cut by OKC for his um, Twitch comments. Um, Y'all can look that up if you want, but um so yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to have a bigger role, but he's been really good this year, and yeah, Old Depot. We'll we'll see if he can get back to himself. Um, it's really been it's really been up and down the last two years ever since that that first round series with Indiana where they took LeBron's Cavs to seven. Um, that was really the peak of his power, probably. <laughs> his stock like soared after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely his peak. Um, and we'll see if he can get somewhere back, somewhere close to back to that. That would be a huge. Huge move. 
I mean, the motivation is back at least playing for the Heat. So like that's yeah. the the positive thing. And Heat culture. Stay out of yeah. Yeah, you're where you want to. You're where you want to be. Um, so, and that that hasn't been the case for him the last two years. Yeah, so, if you can avoid getting injured, I, I think it's it's a really good move. Yeah. Um, the Rockets ended up getting so the Rockets hard and this is what they get. After all of this, they get um, Olenek, Avery Bradley, two pick swaps. I think. Two, two or three first round picks, but they're really all oh, of like them late, late round first rounds. Yeah. yeah, so they get they get that plus uh, Rodney Karuks and Dante Exum. Yeah. yeah, that's all you got for Harden if you're a Rockets fan. So not good. Um, not good at all. Houston is probably without Oladipo, they probably become the worst team in the league right now. Um, they might. Yeah, I I think with. With Towns back for the Wolves, I think they probably are because all you really have is Wall, Wall and Wood, and Wood's gonna, Wood's been out for a while. But if he if he gets injured again, they're definitely the worst team in the league. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, right. I mean, they have incentive to be the worst team in the league now. They do. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a couple of years of dark days or dark years for the Rockets ahead. Um, the Heat yeah. also. Um, are expected to sign Lamarcus Aldridge, who the Spurs are looking like they're going to buy out. Um, I don't really know how I feel about this one. They do need some more big big man depth, I think. Yeah, um, backup big man, I guess. Yeah, I'm just not really yeah, sure how minutes. much Aldridge has left with um, just like mobility wise, and um, I guess he helps with shooting, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a. I think you could. Is it, find is it, it fair to say like he's almost like a Warsaw Linux? like? Is that too harsh? Yeah, <laughs> it's probably too far, maybe, but it, it's not. It's not that far off when you think about it. Um, and I think Olenek at least like can get hot from three. But Aldridge, yeah. Aldridge is good like posting up still. So it's probably it's probably close to equal there. Um, it depends how much they buy him out. For. It depends what they sign him to. It's probably not going to be much. So it, it, it we should yeah. Um And then they also get Bielita from the Kings. Uh, for Chris Silva and Mo Harkless, um, Silva good deal, haven't yeah. heard is like a three-point shooter, one of those guys that the Heat just develop over and over. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of a good lateral move there, I think. But um, Bielich is a good shooter, and they kind of needed that because um, Jimmy's threes are still uh, not, not a strong suit. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe they maybe they do need a little more shooting. Um, but yeah. I think this vaults the Heat probably into top four in the East, um, which is not. I think so. Which I think I is they're third. Third now? I think so, yeah. I think they're ahead of Philly, to be honest. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Very spicy. Yeah, okay, I don't know how I feel about that one. I'm, think, <laughs> I'm thinking about this in. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I, think, I, think, I think the matchup works out. It, it does, it does, because Bam, Bam can match up with Embiid, and that's the main problem you have. But, um, yeah, I guess, I guess if you're thinking that Simmons takes out one of one of Jimmy or Old Depot, you still have the other one. The other one. So it's kind of, yeah. And then you, you sort of have those those shooters on both sides. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think they're pretty much, they're neck and neck right there. Um, but and so you would have the Bucks second and Nets first. Course. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks Bucks have been looking pretty good um, lately. Have other guys back. Drew Drew has been 
I think, finding his role in that team, even though they almost blew that Celtics game last night. But, um, but I mean, they're getting those key wins now. Yeah, like, yeah they're, the they're, winning, they're winning these close games, which is yeah. not what we saw um, yeah. from them in the past. They had that, they had that huge Clippers win that um, on that Sunday. That was oh, that was awesome. massive. Yeah. But uh, that, that really changed the psyche of this team. And Giannis – Giannis has been playing great, but anyway, back to the, back to the trades. Um, all of this from the Heat kind of felt like a fuck you to the Lakers, who <laughs> who were. It seemed like the Lakers were talking to Toronto all day about Lowry and yeah. Lowry this, Lowry that, and then Toronto ends up doing nothing with him, and um, the Heat get Oladipo. The Lakers come away with nothing. Um, unless they get Drummond on the buyout market, which is probably going to happen, but yeah, but I don't know how much that helps them either. Yeah, that doesn't help them as much as one of those guys would have. Um, and and Drummond's probably going to have other suitors too. So maybe maybe Boston and just got rid of Tice. Maybe the yeah. Mavs. Um, some some other teams are going to be in play for that. But um, yeah, I I, I think I, I'm not saying it was an orchestrated move to to piss off the Lakers between all three of those teams, but. Um, I, it's kind of interesting that they did come away with nothing given all the injury issues that they've had since LeBron is going to be out for another four to six weeks with this high ankle sprain. Um, really the first time LeBron's been injured since that 2019 injury that he had on Christmas day against the Warriors where it was, yeah. he was out for like almost, they kind of like shut him down because they weren't going to make the playoffs. But um, this one impacts the title race um, more than, any injury he's probably ever had. And then you still got, yeah, you still got 80 out for another two weeks, I think. Um, so the Lakers, it's kind of, it's kind of a thin roster behind those two. You've got shooters, your best player. So, um, it's going to be a tough road ahead for them. And they, they could end up slipping to eighth, maybe ninth, um, out West because it, it is still the wild West and things are tight. So, um, and if the Jazz get the Lakers in round one, I <laughs> with LeBron and AT, I'm not going to. Can be you out. imagine? That. <laughs> uh, I'm you have your best season in like franchise history. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that the Lakers end up like sixth, so we get Lakers Clippers in round one potentially. Oh, do you want Lakers Clippers in round one though? We could just have it. Like I, I don't like. Don't have to worry about them winning the other ones. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it not happening. Like I just want it already. You know, like. No, I feel that. Yeah. We just guarantee it, or maybe maybe they get in the four or five and end up playing like Dallas or something. I don't know. That would be a fun series too. Or like yeah. Nuggets or one of those teams, Blazers, Blazers potentially. But yeah, I don't want to see them eliminate one of our fun new Western Conference contenders. You know, yeah. like the Suns and the Jazz. I want to see. I want to see those teams make it far. So, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, the Lakers could really slip here. Um, the no no game is easy in the NBA, and they don't really have a superstar or a star rather on their roster right now. That's that's yeah, healthy. They have okay players and like Schroeder, yeah, like Schroeder, but like ATP and Caruso and Kuzma. Like, yeah, you built a roster around AD and LeBron, and like it's gonna end up like this. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know where the, the spacing is gonna come from. Because like Shooter's gonna have to take like a massive leap, which like I don't know if that's gonna happen. Yeah, and we'll see if they get Drummond. But at, like he's he's become a little underrated. But I, I don't like him. Like how much is he really gonna impact like their ability to score? I don't know. I feel like it's a black hole still is the problem, you know, like I I think he's got like his offense definitely gets underrated now, but like the fact is that like he is still 
an inefficient guy that like once it goes into the post, like it's just gonna stay in the post. Yeah, and, like, like you I, know exactly I, what the ending is gonna be. Like they're gonna get like a lot of rebounds with him. Yeah, and they'll probably help them on defense a little bit, but like <laughs> it's gonna be. I mean, you gotta find ways to score and like yeah. yeah. Like they're gonna need to score. I feel like a lot of these games are just gonna be like the Lakers got outscored again. Um, but another team in the West that is trending up is the Nuggets, who went out and got Aaron Gordon, who requested a trade, I think, a week ago or so. They ended up yeah. grabbing him for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a first. I think this is a good trade for both teams, honestly, um, especially given that Gordon wanted out. Hampton is someone who has a lot of talent. Um, yeah. And the Nuggets first, even though it's not a good pick. That's still a first-rounder. And then Gary Harris, eh, kind of an off and on, still a good defender. Maybe he um, has a <clears throat> maybe he has a renaissance. Yeah, the, he's pretty uh, decent uh, in that Lakers series. But um, yeah, the Nuggets the Nuggets get their their big wing defender back, I guess that they yeah. lost in Jared Grant. Um, <laughs> and. That that's it. That's something that really helped him in that Clippers series, just having Jeremy Grant being able to to pressure Kawhi and PG, and now they have someone like that again. Um, that was really missing from the roster, and he's obviously a little more. Uh, he he's he's a more talented offensively than Harris is. So they, he's a super athletic guy. Um, Jokic can find fun ways to incorporate him. So it's 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 a good move for them. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think what, I think he I, I see him as sort of equal with Jeremy Grant. Do you think that's underrating him or? Um, I, I think offensively he's got more a game, um, but I, I don't know if he's got the defense of Grant to be honest. With yeah. Um, but like he offers, yeah, I, I think he offers a little bit more offensively. I, I don't. Know. I mean, Jeremy Grant's been really good this year, to be fair. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I, I think at face value, I, I would say that Aaron Gordon is probably still the better offensive player. Um, yeah, especially like you said, with like Jokic feeding him, like he's good enough off the ball that like he'll get good looks. Yeah, I think I think he, I think <clears throat> they're gonna find a lot more fun ways to use them than they had than they did for Grant. Despite, yeah. um, and I think I think the the defense part of it is probably not as big of a deal because like, are you really gonna be able to stop LeBron with Aaron Gordon anyway? Probably not. No. So, um, and Kawhi is the same deal. So I I, I think that. I think that it, it's it's probably an upgrade slightly, and they also get Javale McGee for Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, get him from Cleveland. Um, yeah, the rub on Javale for a lot of his career was that he's just like this goofy seven footer, but he's been a part of three title teams now and um, has really embraced the role of the backup center. So that was a good get, um, and he, he's he's good on defense too. So yeah, it's like energy minutes. So like I, I don't think it's a bad bad thing. Yeah, uh, you you weren't playing Hartenstein very much anyways, right? So. Mm-hmm. So the Bulls also made some moves. They get Vucevic um, out of Orlando, who, if you're sensing a theme here with Orlando, they pretty much decided to, to move all their stars and go full tank mode here. Um, so they trade Vucevic for Wendell Carter Jr., um, Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks. Um, decent haul, I think. Actually, I, I, I'm I'm a fan of I'm definitely a fan of Wendell Carter. Um, okay, I think he's I, I'm not quite as big. Not quite as high. Yeah. yeah, I think he struggled with the Bulls this year, but I think he has he has some, he has some physical tools that are um, 
I think at Duke he showed he showed like some good defensive stuff, um, and maybe he's still adjusting to the speed of the NBA. But he, yeah, yeah this this year he hasn't been as good. I'll admit it. Um, then Otto Porter is just someone who seems like he's getting traded every five minutes and has a ridiculous <laughs> contract. Um, yeah. <laughs> but for the Bulls, they add someone to pair with Levine, who is a really good off- offensive talent. Vucevic is definitely one of the more underrated players today, I would say. They're going to be running so many handoff plays with Levine and Vucevic. Oh, my. Yeah, pick and pop, Levine and Vucevic, yeah. a lot of threes. You can do um, so much with it. Like, Vucevic is so, like, malleable. Like, you can just use him in so many different ways. It's, it's yeah, amazing. it's going to be hard to stop. Um, and I think it makes him a playoff so, team. Like instantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be because they're 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 gonna leapfrog uh, leapfrog the Hornets probably, um, and maybe the Celtics. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Celtics. (laughs) Yeah, maybe the Celtics. um, The Pacers are looking better, but there's a lot of there's a lot of teams in the East in that range that they could that that they could pass um, here. So I think that. Yeah, the the Bulls are kind of they they're sort of starting to acquire talent here. They're not really in that rebuild mode anymore because they've got they know they've got something in Levine and they don't want to waste his prime. So yep. they're starting to they're starting to transition to a different type of team. That in the magic of sort of going the other way, it's like full reset. They lost Isaac for the entire year again. Um, lost and, faults for the entire year as well. Yeah, faults Isaac and Cole Anthony. I think all three. So. Yeah. Um, a lot of their talent has been sidelined anyway, so I think it's pretty smart for them to to go to try to just try for the draft, which should be a good draft within the top five. Uh, I think there's the top five is really good this year, and then they could sort of drops off. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a shame that Orlando does have to like gut their roster now because like I was excited to see how Cole Anthony would play and how Fultz would play in the playoffs, and I, I thought they were easily the playoff team this year. Um, it's healthy, yeah. So. Uh, that's, that's yeah, it would probably slide into that seven or eight spot in the East. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they're gonna move, they're gonna take on another two, take on some other um, take on more years to get better. Um, the Bulls also grabbed Tice from the Celtics for Mo Wagner, who if you remember Mo Wagner? Um, he I think he played for Michigan. In yeah, he was in Michigan. Yeah, he got blown out by Villanova in the title game. He was pretty good for them, but. Um, I saw that name and it took me it took me a second to remember who he was. Um, but Tice Tice is someone that I think is becoming a little underrated. Um, I, uh, I thought he was pretty serviceable in the bubble, especially in that Toronto series. Um, and he, he's just someone who's who's pretty steady uh, as a center. Um, he'll have he'll have good backup minutes for Vujovic. The Bulls are pretty. If you look at the Bulls centers now, they're they're pretty they're pretty good. Um, despite despite getting rid of Carter, you have. You have Vucevic and you have Tice. And you can they, work with that. <laughs> yeah, you also have Mark who is a power forward. Yes. Uh, more of a power forward than I, I'm expecting he's going to start alongside Vucevic. But that's I mean, like, yeah, Mark and Vucevic, that's, yeah, that's kind of fun. About shooting your four and five. Uh, so they're, they're going to be running and gunning all the time. That's going to be fun to watch. So, oh, yeah. Um, Fournier from the Magic goes to the Celtics for suit for two second rounders. They were they were able to pull that off because they have that trade that trade exception from the uh, Hayward trade. So, um, yeah, Fournier. The Celtics needed some bench scoring, definitely. So, it's not a shooter. I don't think it hurts. Yeah, two seconds is not a huge price, um, and they're going into the tax anyway. So, I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. 
Um, yeah, I like to get. He, he's a good. He's definitely a good shooter. Someone who's more reliable than the likes of Nee Smith and um, Pritchard. Good quantity, yeah. Some, yeah, Langford, some of those other wings that they have. So um, good, good for them. He's kind of been the one thing about uh, Fournier is he's kind of disappeared in the playoffs throughout his career. So that could be an issue. Um, uh, but the Celtics are looking like they're going to be like a seventh seed anyway. So it may not matter all that much. I mean, he's also never been, I feel like, on a roster that has like two other guys that are, or honestly, three other guys that are like clear cut scoring threats ahead of him. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think he might be a little bit better in the playoffs this year than he has been in the past. Yeah, he'll have, he'll have more space to work with, um, yeah. I think, for sure. And Stevens and can get creative with them, too. Mm-hmm. We mentioned um, the Clippers trade with Rondo, but there's another one with the Mavs who grabbed J.J. Mel- JJ Redick and uh, Nicola Melli um, for... Let's see. Wes Wundu, James Johnson, and a second rounder. Going back. Rip James Johnson. There goes the grit. Yeah, there's good. Yeah, there goes the only grit that they had. Now they're back to just shooting, shooting, shooting. Um, I was hoping they would try try to make a push for Lowry, honestly. I think that would have been interesting. But um, they maybe maybe they end up with Drummond. Who knows? Um, I I think that I I don't mind that much. I still like the move for the Mavs just because I, I I think they are missing Seth Curry a little bit. Yeah, they tried yeah. to replace him with exactly. Richardson, who just hasn't been um, the shooter that Curry was. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. On the Pelican side of things, I don't really know how much we were gonna, how long we were gonna keep Redick anyway. It doesn't really fit <laughs> our team. I don't think. Yeah, it's um, a different timeline completely. I'm kind of more upset about Nelly because I I actually liked him. Oh, you liked him? Yeah. I, I thought he was fun. Um, okay. Maybe maybe not maybe not the best, but he was a fan favorite. Mine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm especially pleased that we kept Lonzo though, because I think his yeah. value um, was really up and down this year. Uh, but if the shooting, if he could sort of round himself out with the shooting and, and become consistent, even if it's like thirty four percent from three, um, I think that would it works for you guys. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm happy that we kept him because there were a lot of there Clippers, Sixers, Knicks rumors with him. Um, and thinking about the packages out of those teams, I don't really know what I would want back unless we're getting like Tybal or Maxi from the Sixers. And I don't think the Sixers are going to do that. So I'm pretty Not happy with there. Um, so that's that's all the major trades. Um, there's a couple of smaller ones that I don't even think we should mention because I don't think half the people listening to this would know who these people are. <laughs> um, uh, Marquise Chris got went to the Spurs. Wanamaker went to the Warriors from the Horn or no the Wanamaker went to the Hornets from the I'm Warriors. Sorry. Yeah, um, that's kind of it though. And, Terrence Davis went to Sacramento. Oh yeah, Terrence Davis Sacramento for like. Uh, second round, yeah, second rounder, yeah. future second. OKC was able to get some more picks today in the trades that we mentioned. Um, yes. they now have 34 um, <laughs> first and second round picks in the next, I think, seven years. Yeah, I think 20, that's about, about right. so yep. that's gonna be ridiculous. Um, but any any last thoughts on just 
what the league is looking like in general because we, we've, we've been gone for almost three weeks now so um yeah um i think well at least like out of the trade deadline like i think chicago uh impressed me um that is definitely trending in the right direction uh which is you know really nice to see because like they have a lot of really good young talent um that was kind of finally starting to gel together and now you pair that with a guy like Vucevic, who is like a proven talent. And uh, yeah, I think they can make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. Um, I, their biggest problem is the fact that they're probably gonna have to play like the Bucks or the Nets in the first round, which is kind of a wash. But, um, you know, I, I think it's good for the future. Uh, definitely a lot of stuff to build on. And I think they're slowly kind of trending back in the direction of, of becoming a, a destination for future free agents as well. Otherwise, in the West, I don't think the picture really changes a whole lot. Um, you would like the Lakers to make a move, but uh, I think they're just kind of hoping that they can get into the playoffs and then let LeBron and AD kind of deal with whoever. Um, I think they're a little bit less worried about matchups and stuff yeah. than, than most other teams. Um, so I, I think they're kind of relying on that. Or that AD comes back and, and things kind of fix themselves. Um, but – Outside of that, man, like I, I don't think Portland got a whole lot better with with Powell. Um, I, I don't think it, it like changes how I view them for for the postseason. Uh, and yeah, most of these other teams staying pat. Um, Denver. What do you think? think got Denver. Better, but yeah, like Denver got better. But again, like I, I don't know. Like I, I think it's a move that they needed to make. Uh, I, it's gonna help them against some teams. I just don't know what right. teams those are, and it's hard to really like <laughs> say something definitive when we just haven't seen it yet. I think the case might be the same for Portland, maybe a little less so, just because Powell and Trent are both like shooters mostly. Yeah, and like that felt like a lateral kind of move for me. That like, yeah, Powell's a better shooter, but like he's not bringing the defense that's gonna change that team, you know? Yeah. Um, and. For Denver, I think, yeah, like Aaron Gordon is, is another option. I, I think it'll be fun, but, like, I, I just don't – yeah, like the matchups seem kind of weird in my head right now. I want to see, like, what is Aaron Gordon doing when, like, Jokic and Murray are running pick and rolls and doing their little game. Like, I, I want to see, like, what what is Aaron Gordon – like, how are they creating offense for him? Like, what is he – where is he moving? Like, like all of that before I can – before I think I can draw any conclusions. Um, yeah. Spurs – are a team who um, didn't, besides the Marquise Chris, they didn't do anything. Um, they're they're having to play more games in the back half because of all of the COVID issues they had in the first half. So um, they could they could drop out of playoff race um, at some point. The Warriors yeah. ended up doing basically nothing. Um, <laughs> they they were they had some Old Depot rumors and some Danny Green rumors too. Um, they they decided to not do anything there. So. They were a team that could be in danger of falling out of the race as well. So we'll see about them. But, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't think this changes all that much. Um, maybe we could be wrong about the Nuggets. But other than that, um, in the West. Yeah, like the Clippers, like, at best, maybe got a little bit better. But like... Yeah. It, it, <laughs> we just don't know what – yeah, I just don't know what you're getting from Rondo at this point. And we, I don't even think we can – like, in the regular season, we're not going to know. I, I think no. Because that's just Something. not – just not who he is, which yeah. is bizarre, but it's just been true. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, uh, NBA's back after the break. Um, once March Madness ends, we will have the spotlight 
up until July, really. Um, I think yeah. I think this this could become the permanent schedule for the NBA, and I hope it does because, you know, what's really fun is being done with school and then the playoffs start. Oh my god, yeah. So that's that's pretty much the case because I think the playoffs start middle of May. Most people are done with finals by then, at least um, if you're high school or college student. So, um, yeah. and it's gonna be fun to watch the finals in July. So yeah, um, I like I'm, that. I'm super excited for what that schedule looks like. So. Um, but yeah, keep a lookout for those Bucks who are trending upward, um, the Bulls, and a bunch of other teams that made moves at the deadline. It's going to be interesting to see what the Heat look like, Nuggets and Blazers, the rest of those guys. So um, we will be back next week. Um, talk about some hopefully some good games that we see, um, despite all the injuries in the league right now. But some see how these new players are adjusting to their new situations.